0: I'm Caitlin Clarkson here with Patch Turned Up Radio, and today I'm here with Sierra Cox. Sierra, give us your background.
1: Hey, Caitlin. Um, so, just a little bit about uh, about me. I grew up in Parkersburg. I, uh, I'm big red, and then upon graduation, I went to the U.S. Naval Academy. I graduated as a service warfare officer and did uh, my active duty time over on the West Coast. And then when I was transitioning out, I was trying to kind of figure out what I wanted to do, and Farming seemed like a really good fit, um, so we found a farm in Candyville, uh, Wonder Valley Farm, and my husband and I have been uh, trying, trying our hand at it for the past couple years, um, and we are uh, um, just learning and, and meeting new people and, and loving it.
0: Tell me a little bit about West Virginia Food and Farm Coalition.
1: So, the Food and Farm Coalition uh, is a nonprofit organization. Uh, we work to build the local food and agriculture system in West Virginia in a way that provides viable incomes for farmers and local food businesses and also ensures all residents have access to locally produced food. We really want to help build a network of growers, processors, distributors, and markets that provides healthy locally produced food to communities.
0: Sounds like your organization is involved with the wide swath of topics around food access. What is your position with the coalition?
1: So I specifically um, am a food shed coordinator. I work in Roan, Calhoun, and Ritchie counties. And over the next couple years, um, food shed coordinators, there's, there's five of us total, working throughout 17 counties are going to help build a network of agriculture producers and food businesses, as well as support and coordinate community-driven placemaking events, cooperative agricultural projects, and food business endeavors.
0: Food shed, what exactly is that?
1: That is kind of like the new buzzword. Um, it's a all it is is a geographic location that produces the food for a particular population. So the term describes a region where food flows from the area that is produced the farm to the place where it is consumed, including the land it grows on, the route it travels, the markets it passes through, and the table that it eventually ends up on.
0: What have you done so far in your position?
1: So my position officially started back in June 2019. I got a little bit of a delayed entry because of my daughter, Um, she was born in May, so um, got a little bit of of a maternity leave there. But, um, but I've been working to meet um, agricultural producers, local food businesses and other food and farm organizations working in the area and just get a pulse for kind of what's going on in this region. And then you know whenever I can, I connect um, people to the right resources. So what's
0: next with your position?
1: So like I said, I've been kinda of going around and meeting people for the for the past few months and gathering information, kind of hearing what their concern what the concerns are, the needs and the help that's needed on an individual kind of basis. So my next step is going to be to set up meetings around the food shed to give these ideas some momentum. We wanna find a common project or goal of the community and help get that going, whether that be a locally sourced dinner series or a foodie festival, community garden, you know, it's whatever the community feels will improve local food in the region.
0: Awesome. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that?
1: So my email is on the website. So for sure there, um, obviously Facebook is kind of the way that everybody meets everybody now nowadays. So you can always look me up there, but if you're a producer in the area that I haven't spoken to yet, um, please reach out. I'd love to chat with you.
0: What are some other... Initiative student and farm works on?
1: So some of the other kind of big ticket items, um, so food equity is a big one, uh, SNAP stretch is um, is designed to allow farmers markets to provide extra dollars for SNAP recipients to buy more fresh fruits and veggies. So how it works is if you spend a dollar at your local farmers market with your SNAP or EBT card, you get an additional dollar to buy more fruits and vegetables. And then if your child is present, you get even more money, you get another dollar and kids' coupons um, to put m- towards more fruits and veggies. So it's, it's tripling your, your SNAP dollar. It's a really, really awesome program. Um, and if anybody has any questions about that program, um, Laura Dice Hill is our food equity director and she can answer any of your questions, definitely.
0: If, some, if somebody was wanting to find out where the local farmer's market is located, is there a way to do that?
1: Absolutely. Um, There is a link on our website to the farmfreshwestvirginia.com. They have a market locator you can use to find your nearest market, and there's typically a nice little write-up about the market, whether the market accepts SNAP, SNAP stretch, senior vouchers, etc., the dates and times in the market, as well as a point of contact if you have any questions or interest in becoming a vendor. So another one of our projects is land access. So West Virginia Farm Link is an initiative that the Food and Farm Coalition works to connect landowners and farm seekers to protect West Virginia's farmland, keep farmland in production and support our young and beginning farmers. It also provides equitable access to land for all people. So there's a section on our website where you can select whether you are a landowner or a land seeker. Landowners are able to post information about their farm so that they can, we can help match them with someone to farm, to keep the the land farmed. Land seekers can go on and browse farms that are either for sale or lease that fits what they're looking for.
0: Sounds like you're farm matchmakers.
1: We're definitely trying to. (laughs) So um, another one of our um, initiatives is placemaking. So placemaking is kind of having events Around around local food, so connecting local food sector to tourism, you know, because visitors are starting to seek these unique experiences. People want to, you know, go out on the farm and and do things, and you know, agritourism agritourism's gotten really big, and um, and you know, food the the food series that sort of thing. So um, Matthew Thompson is actually our go-to for all things placemaking, um, and he also is the point of contact for land access. So you can find him on our website.
0: Could you give us an example of placemaking?
1: Certainly. Um, so the Dundon Deer- Dinner Series took place last fall at JG Bradley Lodge and Campground in Clay West Virginia. So Buffalo Creek Rail Rides hosted rail rides c- during the day and then after you got out and, and did that awesomeness, you got to come back to a delicious meal sourced from Area Farms. It was really, really cool. They also gave you the option, if you wanted to you know, kind of make it a getaway, you could stay at the lodge, you could bring your RV or set up camp. It was just, it was a really, really cool series.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it does. Our, one of our last initiatives, our big ones that I'll speak about at least, is uh, Food For All. So Food For All kind of ties in um, one of our other initiatives, which is policy advocacy. Um, it's an active coalition comprised of organizations and grassroots supporters whose mission includes changing policy at the state level to reduce food insecurity. Um, and, it, and it was kind of started here recently back in, back in 2018.
0: What are some issues Food and Farm is tackling for 2020 session?
1: So some of the big ones, and I won't get too in the weeds um, you, you can go on our website and kind of few more, more in detail about them, but um, one, one of them is development of a county comprehensive plan for summer student feeding. Um, we're also working to uh, create a state fund to match EBT and SNAP at the Western Indian Farmers Markets. Uh, increased state funding for emergency food assistance organizations, um, obtaining a waiver to allow vulnerable populations to purchase hot foods with EBT and SNAP, and also to advocate for the Reclaim Act to address the root cause of hunger with job creation.
0: Is there a way for people to get involved?
1: Absolutely. So there's a couple events coming up that I want to tell everybody about and All are welcome, so please, um, if you go to our website, you can RSVP for these. Um, We'd love to have you and love to see you um, in Charleston. So the first one, on Tuesday, February 11th at 6.30 p.m., there is Local Food and Farms Day Eve. So this is going to feature a reception where farmers, food businesses, and partners can speak with lawmakers over heavy hors d'oeuvres and drinks at Starling's. So that's in Charleston. And it's going to be catered by Bluegrass Kitchen, which is delicious. Um, We'll also have a local musician and food and farm advocate, Annie Stroud, um, will join us and and with some fiddling tunes, which is gonna be really, really awesome. And then the next day, we're gonna have a a nice bright and early morning. So February 12th at 8.30 a.m. is local food and farms day at the state capitol. It's going to feature a strong showing of businesses, partnerships that are active in West Virginia, local food and agriculture. And then the next event on Wednesday, February 12th at 8.30 AM, Local Food and Farms Day at the state capitol will feature a strong showing of businesses and partnerships that are active in West Virginia. And then the next day, on Wednesday, February 12th at 8.30 AM, Local Food and Farms Day um, is going to feature a strong showing of businesses and partnerships that are active in West Virginia. So for those who wish to spend some time meeting with legislators, we will set you up with meetings and provide talking points. There's going to be breakfast provided, yes, by the cooks, um, Western Virginia Cooks Collective, um, Matt Welsh of Vagabond Kitchen um, in Wheeling, West Virginia, Ann Hart of Province Market in Bridgeport, West Virginia, M.K. Olinger of Hill and Hollow in Morgantown, West Virginia, are going to provide some yummy, yummy food. And then coffee is going to be provided by Hilltree Roastery of Huntington, West Virginia. So you'll have your caffeine as well.
0: This is Caitlin Clarkson with Patch Turned Up, and you have been listening to Sierra Cox with the Food and Farm Coalition. Thank you for joining us and tune in for more podcasts with Patch Turned Up.